This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Bloated wild card weekend starts tomorrow. We have three games tomorrow. I'm sorry, two games tomorrow, three on Sunday, and then the Monday night extravaganza in Tampa. We are... Uh, I, I'm debating whether or not to start at the back, but I don't want to start at the back. I want to start with the, uh, as it was termed to me by a friend of mine in Baltimore, the elephant in the room, the Lamar Jackson contract, which in his opinion, and I trust this person's opinion, does not really matter. Only to the outside people does it matter. Will Brinson, Pick 6 podcast moderator, CBSSports.com. Do you think... The Lamar Jackson contract matters. He is not playing. He's already declared himself out. Uh, PCL grade (laughs) 2.75 sprain. uh, Still swelling. Knee is unstable. Not going to play. What role does the contract play? I'm a big fan of declaring myself out as well. I'm not going to do this. I'm out. He did that. Um, He did it. Good for him. yeah, you know, I, I mean, I've sort of been in the opinion that it's not as much about the contract as people want to make it about the contract. Um, you know, Brady Quinn, we had, we had on the, the Pick 6 podcast, and he pointed out, he's like, look, I had a sprained PCL before. It depends on the severity of it. You know, Lamar tweeted out that it's a grade 2, you know, borderline grade 3 sprain. And, you know, it, we forget a lot of times that sprain actually means tear, right? So right. if you sprain something, <laughs> you can tear it. Like, it's not, it's not like a, you know, it's it's just a mild tear is basically what it is. And so Lamar's status when he's playing, you know, on the field, it, it's a little different than like your normal quarterback, your your pocket passer who would be dealing with a sprained PCL. One, I mean, first of all, one, like anytime you have a, a sprained anything in your arms or legs and you're trying to throw the football. Yeah. Like, you know, it requires more than, it's just not just, your, you know, you're not a robot arm out there. Like, you know, there's a lot of parts that go into throwing the football. And with Lamar, he's a he's a runner, too. And I'm not going to say he's a primarily a runner, but his legs are a massive, massive part of what the, the Ravens do on offense. And so, if he has this sprained PCL, one, it makes, the, it could restrict the offense. It restricts what they're able to do yeah. on offense and, and make that offense not 100%. And two... He is he is up for a contract, and he's a former MVP, and he was drafted late in the first round, so he didn't get that huge deal that the Sam Darnolds and the Baker Mayfields got with their first contract. <laughs> and okay, right, Funny. Um, the Josh Rosens of the world, right? Exactly. <laughs> but if he goes out and he tears his ACL in Week 18 or in the wild card round of the playoffs, or shreds his knee it, it, this late in the season, and they not only is it bad for him financially, it's bad for the Ravens for the long haul if they insist on keeping him. Now I don't know who you. I don't know if you, like, did you? Were you like texting on the side with somebody in Baltimore, or is it? I don't know if you were like. I'm, I don't know if you was like public. Who you maybe? Talking. Well, no, no. I, I'm asking because I saw like. Yes. I saw um, Ken Wyman who hosts the show in 1057 The Fan in, yeah. in Baltimore, and he said that he thinks Lamar's traded before the the draft, which I think is, would be crazy. But well, not, here's the thing. Out of the question. I I don't think it's out of the question either. Because, in my opinion, he's not going to get the contract he wants from the Ravens unless... You and I have talked about this. If Lamar, if the, if I'm the Ravens, I give him the non-exclusive franchise tag. I let other teams negotiate with Lamar Jackson so he can see what's out there. I'm mo- almost definitely going to match anything that he signs unless 
some dope gives him the Deshaun Watson deal, in which case I'm not matching that. So I don't know that any team out there is that desperate, although David Tepper's out there. I mean, saying. if he's, but if he's, you know, if he's traded before the draft and it's, it's via the non-exclusive franchise tag, I mean, I don't know, like two, I mean, two first round picks, Lamar Jackson is prime. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, two first round picks to get an MVP. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, but it's, it's really more the con, the player is one thing. I think there are 25 teams that would take the player, but not for that yeah. contract. The, the Deshaun, he, I was listening to uh, to Bo's podcast. I wasn't cheating on your podcast. Uh, I was leading, listening to Bomani Jones the right time, and they were talking about the Lamar Jackson contract. It's plenty of time for podcasts. It's true. I mean, I do a lot of barn work, so I need a lot of podcast uh, companionship. So the <laughs> look, I have a lot of stalls to muck. The muck stalls ain't no joke. I did this kid. <laughs> See, Will Will and I can uh, we we can jive on this. So the 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 reality is that. The Deshaun Watson contract that Lamar Jackson is using as a gauge is silly. It's like comparing every college basketball player to Zion Williamson. That is idiotic because there's only one of those that came into college. And the truth is, is that that Deshaun Watson contract was signed out of absolute blatant, obvious desperation by the Cleveland Browns because Deshaun told the world like three months earlier that I don't want to play for Cleveland. He wasn't going to Cleveland unless he got that deal. And the other thing, too, about the non-exclusive tag is, and why it's interesting, is that if you you put it out there, well, it's not like like Lamar, the way the the offer sheet, it basically becomes like a sort of a silent auction type of thing. (laughs) True. You know, where it's like teams put out their best offer sheets. And then I, I mean, I don't, I don't think Lamar has to sign them. No, but I mean, if if somebody wanted to put that out there, he'd sign it. Right, but, I, but I'm saying, like, let's say that all the other teams who are interested in Lamar are like, we're not going to do what, you know, what the Browns did. It's just hypothetically, we're, we're assuming somebody will. It's the assumption of rational, rational spending and rational right. character, and rational ownership, which is probably stupid. But I just suspend reality for a second and let's say that you know it comes back and, and the Ravens are like, well, Lamar, as you can see. Your market is exactly what we said we thought it was. Right. And I, so I and think it ultimately goes back to Baltimore, but, but not on that contract. Is, that tag is because you want to let the you want to let everyone else negotiate for you, and you basically create a market. I mean, it sort of is. It's, just, it's interesting from an economic standpoint. Yeah, but and I think that's the way that Baltimore can keep him on a franchise tag because the number will be lower um, than it would be on the exclusive franchise tag. Uh, the three games that. While everybody has a chance, it's a very small one. Um, will we agree that Baltimore, Miami, and Seattle are almost likely, almost definitely not winning their games, right? Um. Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuta with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? 
really there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Who Baltimore, has, who, Miami. Yeah, this seems more Who has, of those three teams, who has the best chance of, let's just, let's flip it, of Buffalo, San Francisco, and Cincinnati, who has the best chance of screwing it up? <laughs> um, yeah, interestingly, they're all division rivalry games, and they've all seen each other mm-hmm. twice this year already. So, I mean, you've got, you know, I mean, I would say that it's probably uh, San Francisco. And I know San Francisco is the favorite to come out of the NFC, and maybe that's a surprising answer. But you have a rookie quarterback in a big playoff game against mm-hmm. a division rival that's at least seen him and studied him, and a you know Super Bowl winning coach in Pete Carroll who's been on the stage. You know, Smith's never played in a playoff game either. Eugene Cyril Smith the third, excuse me. Um, <laughs> however. You know, we've seen with veteran quarterbacks sometimes, I'm not comparing Geno Smith to Kurt Warner, but like Kurt Warner's first playoff game was awesome. Yeah. The right. Show no, definitely not the same offense. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> you see like younger quarterbacks, like Peyton Manning's first playoff game was miserable. He went 19 right. to 42. And so you're talking about Brock Purdy, who was not first overall. He was, he was the last overall. Taken, he's Mr. Irrelevant. I, I think as long as San Francisco is playing from ahead and they don't ask him to come back and win that game, he'll be fine. But if I had to pick between those three, I'll take the I'll take the the quarterback with no experience in the playoffs. See, I, that's very logical, and now that you say it, it's probably probably the correct answer. That usually happens with me. <laughs> but I <laughs> I have watched Buffalo play a lot lately, and mm. there is a lot of screw up waiting to happen. I want I want Mike Lennon. My bold prediction on the podcast is Mike Lennon throws two passing touchdowns for the Dolphins. That, on, uh, that I mean, would be awesome. That would be Teddy, Teddy doesn't sound like he's playing. Two is out. Skyler Thompson? Skyler Diggins. that guy off the field? Skyler Diggins is playing, I believe, for uh, for the Dolphins. All right. Uh, let me get one other game in here before we take a quick break. Uh, my perception is that the Giants are playing well, yet the Giants closed the season 2-5-1. and one. I don't think I'm wrong. I think the Giants have been playing well. Data suggests otherwise, and I really like them at Minnesota. Yeah, I think they're going to win in Minnesota. It's, I mean, it's, you can't, nobody can say, by the way, like they're one of my best bets from this week, but no one can say, I know the Giants will beat Minnesota. Right. Or I know Minnesota will beat the Giants because Minnesota went 11 and 0 in one score games. Just outrageously, I mean, that's running so, like, that's, that's like winning 42 hands of blackjack in a row at the casino. <laughs> I mean, you're running so effing hot when you go 11 and 0 in one score games. There's going to be regression. If you look at the other team in the NFL who just every every week, this close game somehow. I, I've mm-hmm. said repeatedly, the Giants remind me of the 2017 Buffalo Bills, a comparison that makes sense because, you know, everybody in the Giants running the Giants now came from Buffalo. Right. <laughs> and, and there's that first year, Brian Dable, Joe Shane, they're coaching up this roster that isn't probably isn't as good as you think it is. I normally would have both these teams getting blasted in the playoffs if it was a different matchup. This is just going to be a crazy game that comes down to the last possession and probably some kind of like blocked field goal, like safety situation. Uh, You know, Danny Dimes fumbles. I don't know. Something crazy is going to happen in this game. One score game for sure. But I like the Giants. Minnesota at 13 and four has a negative point differential. 
All time, Pat. Yeah. I mean, in fact, as RJ White pointed out, maybe they're more like the 2017 Buffalo. Yeah, I, I actually think the uh, the Giants. I think the Giants are going to win this game by double digits. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Hard to do against Minnesota, man. I, I have no faith at all. But I do love, I love me some Justin Jefferson. So let's take a quick break. Will Brinson is here. Pick 6 podcast moderator. Two really good games. Chargers on the road at Jacksonville. Tampa hosting <laughs> Dallas. We'll hit both of those when we come back. Shamming out to Steely Dan on a Friday. Yeah. Perfect way to get into the weekend. Here's another one. Will Brinson is back. Pick six podcast moderator. Gosh, I love this this guy. Did you hear, did you hear me singing that at the break? I was literally no, were you really at my house singing that. Okay. See, this yeah. is why you're on. I'm also wearing Asia sweatpants right now. Are you really? I didn't know they had Asia sweatpants. I guess you can get double any sort wonderful, of... Double wonderful on Instagram. Okay, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's right. Our Steely Dan guy. Uh, yeah. I haven't... Uh, these, are, these are wildly unnecessary. Like, it's, it's like the Asia <laughs> logo on one leg and then like a list of the songs from the album on the other. It's like... Just in case oh, you forget. Just in right. case you forget what the, uh, the, the, the track listing is. All right. So, Chargers at Jacksonville. Primetime, which is an awesome game coming up tomorrow night. Um, like, the Chargers have a ton of talent. There, there, you know, just before we get into the meat and potatoes of the sure. game itself, a uh, quick tangent here, quick little yeah. rant for me. Week 18, the Chargers had nothing to play for. Nothing. Literally nothing. They could not move up or down. Right. They were locked into their seed. They knew that they were going to play either Jacksonville or Tennessee on the road as the five seed, depending on whoever won yeah. the AFC South and became the four seed. They could not move down. They could not move up. When it's basically like a postseason preseason game. Right. Brandon Staley <laughs> has traditionally not played his guys in the preseason ever. He doesn't play them at all. Right. You don't want to get hurt in meaningless games. Brandon Staley, lots of people, lots of people don't play their guys in week 18. All of it happens all the time and there's nothing to play for. The Giants see, didn't at all. The Giants played a bunch the Giants of backups. They were locked into their spot. You see people all the time scoreboard watching week 18 and say, all right, if this game's out of control, we can't advance our seed. Let's yank our guys. Brandon Staley is rolling these dudes out there into the fourth quarter. He's got Keenan Allen, who's got like multiple torn ACLs in his life. Right. Like his number one wide receiver after Mike Williams has already had back spasms happen in this game. He's got Chase Daniel chucking balls to Keenan Allen in the fourth quarter, and now Mike Williams isn't even going to travel to Jacksonville with the team because he played in that game and suffered an injury. It's a, it's, it's a borderline fireable offense, and yeah. I, I don't want to overreact too much, but it, it, it is, right? Yeah, it's not borderline at all, and I, I was actually going to ask you about this. If Sean Payton whispers in, I don't even know who's running the Chargers anymore. Is Espanos still running the Chargers? If Sean Payton whispers in whoever's running the Chargers ear and says, I would take that job, isn't it a done deal that Sean Payton will be the head coach of the Chargers no matter what happens tomorrow night? Um, I don't don't know. It's definitely a done deal only because Tom certainly could be. I think, I think there's a, there's Sean Payton is weighing heavily on the minds of those around the league. And doing a good job of it because <laughs> right. he's. But we talk, I don't know if we talked about the Russell Wilson game. Probably not because we we didn't talk on Monday, so we talked right. right. So like Russell Wilson balled out in Week 18. He did. He looked great, and it's like it's hilarious that they fired Nathaniel Hackett. Uh huh. <laughs> a, a week goes. Did they fire in between Week 17 and Week 18? I think it was like 16 and 17. I thought right. So yeah. one week goes by, and it's like all right, Russell stinks. 
And then this rumor, it's like Sean Payton is going to look at the Broncos and say, and all of a sudden, Russ is great again. <laughs> Who would you take if you were Sean Payton? Would you rather Justin Herbert or Justin Russell Herbert. Wilson? Yeah, I would. I would too. But, but 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 the difference is the Spanish family, not as wealthy as the Walton family by like like leaps and leaps and leaps and bounds. Like the Waltons <laughs> are the richest owners in the NFL by like fifteen times. Yeah, by Sean decimals. Wa- <laughs> yeah, 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 exponentially richer. Sean Payton wants $20 million a year. He wants... Who many? 20 It's a rumor. Dollars? Million, $20 million a year, yeah. Okay. He wants, he wants you to trade a draft pick for him, or maybe <laughs> draft picks for him. Probably. And he wants you to have a quarterback, and he wants total control of the roster. So when you look at the two differences between these setups, <laughs> Tom Telesco, by virtue of getting Justin Herbert, by virtue of you know, getting a team that got to the playoffs, he's been there a long time. He has the ownership. He has ownerships here. I think it would be difficult for Sean Payton to come in. First of all, I don't know the Spanish are going to want to spend that money. Second of all, it'd be difficult for him to Payton to come in and just kick Tom Telesco uh, to the curb. He's going to Denver then. That's all right. right. He's going to Denver. Denver's three million's easy, and he's like, yeah. "Hey, listen, George Payton, I'm going to get you out of this mess he made." <laughs> all right, all right. Let's so let's talk about the game. I like Jacksonville, but I don't like the quarter. I I think the future for Trevor Lawrence is probably fine. I don't like the present for Trevor Lawrence, but I don't think it's going to matter. How do you see this game? What if I got a, I got a, I got a theory for you? Okay. I don't know if it's a good one or not, but we'll find out. <laughs> what if Trevor Lawrence? You know, we talked about how rookie quarterbacks and or young quarterbacks—not necessarily rookies, but like first, second year quarterbacks—first playoff game, like the stakes are higher. Yeah, the pressure is immensely is immensely more uh, intense. Yep, and all the different factors. What if Trevor Lawrence's first playoff game was week 18 against the Titans? It was. Uh, that's what I'm saying there. But like, what if that's where he right. got the, the, the yips, the, 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 yeah, the, he, the he first w- playoff game yips. And now he's like, all right, I played right. in one. And now I'm calm. Whereas Justin Herbert has not played in one. And I trust Doug Peterson a hell of a lot more than Brandon Staley. That's, that's why I like the Jaguars yep. because of Doug Peterson. Uh, Cause I didn't think, uh, I thought Lawrence was mediocre to bad in the game against Tennessee. That game shouldn't have been that close. I still can't figure out why why Mike Vrabel threw the ball on third and whatever uh, rather than just punt the ball back to Jacksonville and let Jacksonville's offense go on the field and stink again like it had stunk for most of the game. Uh, you like Jacksonville in the game? Yeah, I like I like Jacksonville in the spot. Um, All right, let's let's get, yeah, keep going. Sorry. Let me get to the last game because the last game is the most uh, is the shiniest object in the drawer, uh, and that is Dallas at Tampa. Uh, Dallas, I think, has the better team. Tampa has Tom Brady. This seems like a no brainer for me. Dallas also is coached by Mike McCarthy, and I don't care who Tampa's coached by, but I like Todd Bowles. But they have Tom Brady, so I'll just end there. Yeah, I mean that's where you got to the um, calculus for me. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady, fourteenth. <laughs> In the 14th. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I forgot he actually had four names. And um, did I. Uh, four names. Uh, I, yeah, I just think with, like, again, like, I, if it were Bruce Arians, it's a no-brainer. Like, give me the bucks. And, like, why aren't they favored? Todd Bowles definitely scares me because he's willing to get super conservative. I think we'll see Brady take a little more ownership on, like, decision-making late in games, which he should have done probably in the first place. Right. Um, this is a... It's Mike McCarthy. I mean, do you remember? Do you remember the lat the thing that ended the Cowboys season last year? 
when he called that quarterback draw and they just didn't have enough time? It's just humiliating. <laughs> right. you, think, you think Mike McCarthy doesn't have, like, like somebody get, like, he needs to take, he better be packing a diaper with him down to Tampa Bay. Because <laughs> well, there's going to be some soiling of the pants at some point by Mike McCarthy in this game. I appreciate you going there. Uh, that's cool. It de- that's the facts, man. It depends. I don't know. Oh. I apologize for that. Uh, by, by the way, you know what? Since, since we went through these games and we, we kind of agree on them. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. Pretty good looking money line parlay, like 10 or 11 to 1. Uh, Cowboys, excuse me, Buccaneers, Giants, mm-hmm. uh, Jaguars. I got all of them. I, I, want, I want to parlay all of them at like plus 1800. Yeah, I talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, it's great. It's I a want great parlay. Parlay all of them at 1800. That might, might may or may not be a preview of what's coming up at 145. Uh, look. There's no chance that that what exactly what we think is going to happen in the weekend won't happen. Of course not. Uh, finally, and we have like 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. If Dallas can sack Brady, what, five times? Yeah. They, they can win a game? Yeah. That's Mike what they Evan, have to do. Mike Evans, big game coming. I hope so. I'd like to see be the first time I've rooted for Tom Brady, but uh, there's a first time for everything. At Will Brinson on Twitter, CBSSports.com, Pick 6 Podcast moderator. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. We'll figure out right, when. Man. I'll talk to you later. See ya. He had no hat today. Will had no hat today. I know. I didn't know what to do. Will's got no hat on. But he had uh, Asia he sweatpants did. on. And I'll tell you what, Even we had, I had no idea he was listening to that song. So it's all a dink. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's good by me. More great news for Cary commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away.